welcome to Unleashing Sister Saints, a podcast focused on strengthening women's faith in Jesus Christ and helping them wrestle through the sometimes complex gender and cultural dynamics in the church. I'm Dr. Susan Madsen, a global expert in women and leadership, a mom of four, and a devoted member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I love the word unleash, and I use it often. In each episode, I include research, personal experiences, and a challenge to help you feel freed to bring your whole self to the Lord's work. Now, today in episode 54, I want to replay an episode that I first released as episode 28, as I believe the topic of understanding the distractors and strategies for discovering our gifts, talents, and strengths is so important. I set the stage for this episode in episode 27, so you're welcome to listen to that one as well. Now, in this episode, I'll finish by focusing on some distractors and also some strategies. I do have a great chapter in my book, A Future Only God Can See For You, with some activities in the related workbook. So there are many things that distract us from understanding, embracing, and utilizing our gifts, talents, and strengths. And I will mention three first, misconceptions about humility, focusing on physical appearance, and restrictive social norms. So first, girls and women have been socialized into thinking they should be, quote, humble and not think about or talk about their talents. In fact, most of us are also socialized into thinking that we are, quote, not good enough. So we don't even recognize our strengths. I've run workshops for women in many countries around the world, and no matter where I'm at, I observe the same reaction. I begin by asking women to reflect on their gifts and strengths and then discuss them with the person sitting next to them. This makes women very uncomfortable. They find it much easier to list and talk about their weaknesses versus their strengths, and they feel like they are doing something wrong if they talk positively about themselves. Yet, when you know your distinct gifts, talents, and strengths, you can contribute in better, more meaningful ways in this world. Humility just means being teachable. It does not mean that you should be small or insignificant. You can know your gifts and strengths, and be teachable at the same time. In fact, some experts would say that being teachable, possessing true humility, means that you must acknowledge, accept, and apply the talents God has given us. Second, more and more girls and women believe that appearance is a gift or talent, or maybe a curse or a punishment. There are so many messages out there on social media and television, movies and advertisements that push you and I towards thinking that's the case. The pressure to obsess about how we look is so strong and negative body image is rampant because of this. Now, as I will discuss in other episodes, I'm sure, we see women, including ourselves, as bodies first and people second. I don't believe that looks should be considered a gift, talent, curse, or punishment. It's hard to do, though, because we are socialized to look at girls' appearances, even when they're babies. My four-year-old granddaughter is totally adorable, and it takes work for me not to focus on that. Time and energy wasted on worrying about our appearance leaves us with less time and energy to discover and develop our strengths. And third, social norms often dictate many of our behaviors and these can distract us from identifying and working on our talents. Many of these norms found even in the church focus on gender, 
that boys and men should do certain things while girls and women should do others. Yet some of your greatest natural talents could be in areas that are deemed, and I'm putting my quote marks up, masculine. For example, my daughter-in-law Carly is absolutely amazing at building things. She finished their whole basement three or four years ago with their tool belt around her waist and my grandson following along. Sometimes women don't even know what their talents are because social norms have limited their perceived options. In fact, some of the potential top-in-the-world pianists, soccer players, public speakers, scientists, innovators, and leaders never became the best because they didn't take lessons or join teams, take chances, enroll in courses, embrace opportunities, or let themselves dream. So there are many approaches that you can use to discover your talents and gifts and strengths, but I will share five specific strategies that I've used when I've coached women through the years. So doing the five things can help you continue along your path of preparing to lead and influence. First, create lists. So in your journal, create separate lists of your talents and strengths that easily come to mind so you can review the definitions of talent and strength that I provided in the last episode. Also, add a third list of the gifts you think that you have been given that are connected to the talents and strengths, confidence, and your overall journey of developing leadership. So number two, expand your list. Add to this list by asking yourself the following questions. What have others said that you do well? What tasks or skills come easily to you? such as creating charts that motivate kids, convincing people to do things, repairing things around the house, teaching lessons. What assignments do you look forward to digging into first thing in the morning? What activities make your heart leap? Third, ask others who know you well, like parents, your spouse, leaders, roommates, siblings, whoever's around you, what they think are your top five strengths or talents. Then be careful not to respond with anything other than thank you. Accept their feedback graciously. So in addition, ask them what gifts they think you have been given that can put you in a position to become more influential. And then record those responses in your journal as well. Four, expand your self-understanding. This one's so important. Complete self-evaluations and assessments that help you see your talents and strengths in very different ways. I use the Gallup Strengths Finder, for example. Review any career or other types of assessments you did even in middle and high school and in college, as you can see some patterns. Also, review past journals, if you have them, to see if there might be clues there. Along the way, try new things so you can see if you have natural talents and interests in those areas. And then lastly, seek for spiritual guidance, read and ponder and pray about your patriarchal blessing, and record words, phrases, and thoughts about the talents and gifts discussed in that. If you haven't received it yet, take the necessary steps to do so. It can be a comfort and a guide throughout so much of your life. Mine has throughout my entire life. Let God also tell you other talents that have not yet surfaced so that you can put yourself in situations that will help you learn and grow and develop them. Be open to seeing and learning more about the gifts that you have already been given and how they relate to expanding your talents and strengths. 
So church leaders have been vocal about the importance of using your talents, gifts, and strengths. For example, President Russell M. Nelson stated, I urge you with all the hope of my heart to pray and understand your spiritual gifts, to cultivate, use, and expand them even more than you have ever had before. You will change the world as you do so. Likewise, President Henry Irene of the First Presidency recently proclaimed, you are daughters of a loving Heavenly Father who sent you into a world with unique gifts that you promised to use to bless others. And then finally, Jean Bing, the former Ridley Society General President, she said this, women give up their talents and abilities in incredible and diverse ways. They make a huge difference in the lives of all those around them, in their families, their places of work, church, school, or whatever else they would spend their time. She also encouraged women to discover, develop, and use their talents, as well as to always remember who gave them to us and then use them for his purposes. So each of you has a part to play in his great plan, and you, with your unique brain, personality, and spirit, must be prepared to do your part. The Savior knows you, and he will help you. These are not ordinary times, and you are not ordinary women. We are beloved daughters of heavenly parents with the divine nature and eternal destiny, and we are not alone. I do think it's so important for each of us in our different ways to figure out our gifts and strengths and talents and to push ourselves into situations where we can strengthen those. We need to all learn, lift, and lead. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unleashing Sister Saints. This is Susan Madsen, and I'm devoted to unleashing the positive impact of Sister Saints on the world. Music